On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. back a little quick segment about 10 15 minutes we want to touch on the uh, Brooklyn Nets and what has been uh, <laughs> an interesting few 48 hours right you had the, uh, the well, first of all they started off slow Im- immensely talented team start off slow as far as the win-loss record um, then you had the whole thing with uh, you know Kyrie well for you know and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Steve Nash and the Nets have decided to mutually part ways. And this is obviously you could see this coming because um, in the offseason, supposedly when Kevin Durant wanted to be traded. Now, granted, Kevin Durant never really speaks for himself. He's always speaking through second or third channels, his business partner or his burner accounts. But, you know, one of his things why he wanted to get traded was Steve Nash needed to be gone as the coach. That was one of his requests. Um, well, that when, when a trade partner didn't come, then, you know, Steve Nash was there and then, you know, you know, everybody said, okay, well, families have problems. We'll work it out. Next thing you know, uh, according to Sean Marks, their GM, he, he says, uh, we both felt this was time. It was certainly trending in that way. And to be quite frank, the team was not doing what it was supposed to be doing. We've fallen from our goals of meeting our goals. And it was time that it, it was and it was time now because we still have a lofty aspiration of where we need to go. Now, the leading candidate to do this, lead them where they need to go, right, is none other, Emi Udoka. 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 And his hiring should be could be finalized as soon as the next 24 to 48 hours. If you don't know anything about this gentleman here, who actually played in the NBA – um, he had ran ramp shot through the whole Boston Celtics, <laughs> <laughs> old Boston Celtics uh, congregation, uh, quite frequently, I guess. Right? I don't know what else to say. How to say it? <laughs> so I don't. I, it, but you know, he's a he's a phenomenal. He now now coaching wise, he's a good coach. Now coaching wise, he's a phenomenal coach. It tells you two things, though. Okay, Boston never had any. Um, they never were bringing him back. They suspended him and didn't fire him because they didn't want him to get paid, and so they just kept on, kept on, you know, held on to him. So essentially, he was put in timeout and punished, uh, rightfully so. Um, now, so he was never going to be back there. So what also lets me know is that Boston likes the coach that's taken over, right? But then how easily they're letting him go. Because usually if they – I'm assuming it's kind of like when John Gruden went from, you know, when you know Tampa Bay had to trade for him. I would assume that 
they would still own his rights. But there just seems like, according to this and on ESPN, that he's just going to be able to sign you know his deal within 24, 48 hours. The old Kansas Jayhawk, Jock Vaughn, is going to you know be the acting head coach for tonight's game, uh, home game against the Bulls. And then next thing you know, within probably by the end of the week, he'll be the head coach and be uh, – you know, you know the 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 request or the the pressure will be on him to get them to play a lot better than they had been. And I think the toughness in the in the tough mindset um, is appealing to them as far as like a ownership and GM. You want to know why, Nate? Do you want to know why? Or you just want to just gaze at me like you're just confused? no. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to tell me. Well, then when I say, do you want to know why? This is how this conversation goes. <laughs> yeah. So you don't need to cut me off. You say yes, Jay. I would like. Yeah, to know. I know. Here's I'd why. Like you want to know why. Because the same coach, before obviously the bottom fell out, was coaching the Celtics, and they obliterated the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs. Swept them. Swept them. They beat the brakes off of, off of Kevin Durant. They locked down Kyrie, and anything and everything Steve Nash tried to do, they had an answer for from a schematic standpoint and a toughness standpoint. So when you have guys, and, and this is one guy I like listening to, is Kendrick Perkins because he keeps it 100% real. <laughs> and he always says carry on or whatever, right? When he talked about they're soft, that's what everybody in the NBA says. So for you, when you guys hear people on these big networks talking about words like that, it's not just their opinion. It's what they're being told from different channels. So they think they're soft. Everybody thinks Ben Simmons is soft mentally. Kyrie, who knows? Kevin Durant, emotionally soft, yes. right? So who else better to bring somebody in that's going to expect and demand the toughness? I don't think they're going to want to do that, though. Well, because you got to remember, too, uh, John makes a great point. Durant wanted Nash. Right. Uh, well, I was just him about to get Him and Kyrie there. were the ones that, that handpicked him. Yeah, well, listen, here's what's funny. Here's what's funny about the NBA, right? He had – this is how it was sold to everybody. He had experience because Kevin or uh, Steve Nash was was like their skill development guy when he was with the um, Golden State Warriors, mm -hmm. and so he worked a lot with with uh, Kevin Durant, you know, for his tenure there. So that's how it was. He didn't have any coaching experience. Remember, the big thing was Steve Nash got the job without essentially having to other people getting interviewed for it. Leapfrogged a lot of a lot of African American coaches that have been way more successful and been through it. The Mark Jacksons mm -hmm. and everybody else, and then it was sold. Then all of a sudden, the relationship changed. You know what it was? It was your he was your buddy when he's sitting there and he's your rebounder and you're shooting threes. And oh, I mean that's a great shot. That's a great move. You're better than LeBron. You're better than LeBron. you're the best of all time, mm -hmm. right? So when he's your hype man, it's cool. But when he becomes your coach, then all of a sudden, you you don't you, you know you forgot everything. And then also what people don't understand and is Kevin Durant orchestrated all this stuff, right? He didn't want to go to New York. He would, didn't want to go play with LeBron because he wanted to be the guy. Well, you pick handpick Kyrie. Kyrie's fun to play with in the NBA All-Star game. He's not fun to play with when he's your teammate and you got to depend on him because he's under, he's, he's not dependable. He, <laughs> he's train wreck. Well, he's so – his lack – They got a mess on, on, on their hands, James. This is, how, un, this is, this is how much he's not dependable. James Harden. <laughs> the same dude that says he was in a recording studio before game six and seven when they had the home court advantage with the Houston Rockets all night <laughs> in the strip club as well. When he says Kyrie is a horrible teammate, that's when you know it's bad. <laughs> the same dude, James Harden, that comes right. in out of shape, You're right. that actually was playing well in a kind of point 
forward guard role, right. assisting to, and that's when they were actually really good. He's like, you know what? I can't even play with this dude no more. I can't play with this dude. I just got done playing five games in seven days, and this dude's only practicing here, and he's questioning me. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> and he left. Right. It was like 12 games. Right, 12 games. And then you brought, brought in Ben Simmons. Who can't shoot. Won't shoot. Literally won't shoot. And literally. scared to play. And lost you a game by fouling John Morant at half court. He, through the first three games, had more turnovers than points. That sounds like when I play. There you go. You can play for yeah. the Nets. And on top of that, you're paying all these dudes and have no depth. Right. No. You got no bench. You got no role players. Right. You got rid you of all You traded all of them away. Yeah, it, well, well, here's also a Kevin Durant, the GM, GM. This is one thing. You guys can all hate on LeBron. He's a better GM than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant also wanted that. DeAndre Jordan. They got DeAndre Jordan, paid him like <laughs> four, paid year, him the four years, $40 million, $10 million a year. And then by the end of the season, he was a DNP. Coach's decision. Then you said, you know what, DeAndre Jordan, you're not all that cracked it up to be. We don't have Chris Paul to throw you the lob, so you're not really that good. You're a little slow. Yeah, you look a little out of shape, but you're not getting off the floor. We need Blake Griffin. Okay, we're going to get Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin comes in, plays well. Next thing you know, he's not playing. Then you get in the playoffs, right? And the only dude that looks like he has any life in his basketball game is Blake Griffin, who didn't play – the first three games, <laughs> yeah, and literally single-handedly, almost got you your only, uh, 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 yeah, your only victory against the Celtics. The same dude that didn't play for like ten games—that's two weeks, people. <laughs> it took like a year and a half. And off you're the G- you that. and Kyrie were GMs. It's like you guys have been—you know what they are? They're like they're like uh, two dudes that are on like online NBA 2K, and they're you know, and you kind of go through a season together, and they're just playing that way. Like this is the the NBA. This is for real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know, you went and got uh, what's this, uh, Stevie Mills or something from San Antonio. <laughs> you got all these pieces. There you go. And then you still losing. Three point shooting. You got rebounders. And then and you got rid of Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah. Who was like the second best player on the team during the season? Because right. Kyrie wasn't playing. And he's the same guy that was that got the Nets, to, the Brooklyn Nets, to the playoffs with the coach that's at the Golden State Warriors <laughs> yep. that you got rid of when your Achilles was blown out. This is the same dude that's actually a better fit You're with right. you than Kyrie. You're right. So everything Kevin did – and look, I love Kevin Durant because he's from Southeast D.C. There you go. And, he is. And he should have – He should have gone to the Wizards. The Wizards was, look nice. That's what he should have done. Now, the Wizards looks nice besides your boy Kyle Kuzma tried to do reverse <laughs> dunk and got <laughs> I in, saw that. And he got I hung. I saw that. I mean, he – I saw you know, How are you 6'10", 6'11", and get hung? <laughs> right? Well, anyways, that. okay, but now – Yeah, Bradley Beal. Yeah, but Kevin Durant, everything that you've done as a GM – even though you won't admit it, has been wrong. So the chances are they're a dumpster fire. They're not going to turn this around. No shot. Right. But the chances are you're bringing in this dude. This dude hot is all hot. Get out. (laughs) He just got jammed up like two. I mean, your boy, right? I mean, this is the, like I was, if I'm the owner, right? And we're sitting down there, right? Kevin, this is the, this is the best dude you got on your list. You got Mark Jackson. You got with? Mark Jackson. Somebody. Mark Jackson's a good coach, right? You trying to tell me you couldn't get Mark Jackson? That's that's not on your list. You gonna go get this the, the dude that literally they said you can't coach, you can't come in the building, and we ain't paying you. And you just took the Celtics to the to the World Championship. Really, on the cusp of winning it, they kind of gave away a game or two. They did. <laughs> and they said you're not welcome here, yeah, anymore. and you're not welcome in Boston, of all places. No more. 
And that's your grand plan. Right, that's your grand plan. Now, now if they would have done the coach like they did Bill Russell and took a dump in his bed and all the racist <laughs> stuff that they did, I understand why this is a dude. Come right. on down here. This is a safe haven. Right. This ain't a dude that you want up in here. I mean, I, don't, I mean, Kevin Durant, I know you're from Southeast D.C., man. I want you – I mean – He should have gone to the Wizards. He's cold-blooded. But, bro, you either got to break away from Kyrie – because Kyrie, big, said that, big, uh, because Nets. First of all, you, Nets ain't paying you, and nobody want to trade for you. No one's trading nobody, for him, no. right? So, at the end of the day, Kevin Durant's one of the top six, seven players of all time. But how you how I'm assuming, right? Mm, I don't know about all that. Maybe ten. He's cold blooded. Kevin Durant's cold blooded. He's good. The thing He's is, the though, most unstoppable like, force right now. The leaving. The, what's going to tarnish his legacy? And thank God that that. LeBron went back to the Cavs because LeBron sold out too and went to the Heat. Right. The selling out and going to the Warriors is fine if you come back and do something else. And do and, something and afterwards. Else. And he's done nothing but get swept by the Celtics. Right. But this and this is, year, but, they're probably not even going to make the playoffs. But the thing is with LeBron, Gilbert, Dan, Dan Gilbert was he was out of control. He As helped him out. Coming back, yeah, but he was, I mean, he was petty pat, man. He was, he was a scoring girlfriend. Like you know, but at the end of the, the game, Zydrun and Silgowskis, come on. Yeah, and what was the dude from uh, the Australian dude that he tried to have check Steph Curry? <laughs> it was, it, Steph Curry looked was like it, him. But, what, I forget his name. It, was it Delonte West? No, man. Delonte was West no, was on no, those no, teams. No. Eric Snow. Yeah, all the, yeah. You gave LeBron. You got Shaq when he was like four hundred pounds. <laughs> yes. I mean, you got just a bunch of scrubs back then. You know, they what I'm were saying? bad. They were. I mean, they had Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes was okay. I mean, they had Carlos Boozer. Remember when Carlos Boozer? <laughs> Carlos Boozer was there. And Carlos Boozer, when they drafted that LeBron. That was kind of messed up what they did to LeBron. But, but, hold on. When they drafted LeBron, Carlos Boozer was like, yeah, he ain't that good. He ain't going to be that good. <laughs> they had Anderson Vergeau. Anderson yeah. Vergeau was nice. No. But, no. The energy guy. But I want to know. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of I want to know Dan Delavadova or whatever his name is. That, yeah, remember that dude? Delavadova did lock down Steph no, Curry. No, he did not. Yes, he, he did. He got lit up yes, for 35 he did. No, points. No. All he was, Delavadova was All he nice. was was a bootleg Patrick Beverly. And, was, <laughs> that was, and then he ran out of gas. Steph Curry ran him <laughs> into the did. ground. He did run out of gas. Now, Delavadova was nice. He got paid after that, Yeah, he too. did. He did. He did. But, he still, but none of them he could play He stole money. He can never play a league. He's in Australia right now. <laughs> Good day, mate. Is he, is he, is he, is he still in the NBA? No. He's he he playing professional Australia, getting checks. Good day, mate. Dova Dova was no, nice. No, he was garbage. He Everybody was, was. Larry Hughes was garbage. What's the other dude? No, I'm talking about the, like, the 2003 What's the, what's the dude Daniels that was on there? He was garbage, too, because then he went to the Timberwolves after that. Everybody was garbage on, that was with LeBron. Oh, that was the LeBron team afterwards. That's when Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt. I'm talking about the first stint when he was like in his second – when he signed his first contract with the Cavs. And yeah. then they went to the finals, I think, in the like only 2007. That, the only dude that was halfway decent was, was Ilgowskis. Ilgowskis was yeah, nice. That's it. He was an all-star. Yeah, that's it. But everybody else was garbage. <laughs> they had Anderson Vergeau. Put respect te- on Text Bear line, text there. line, text line. I want the first two years starting lineup for LeBron James and the Cavs <laughs> texted in, and we're going to spend the last second, last segment going over this lineup that LeBron James had to play with in the last in the in the last segment. Even the even the even the lineup when they lost to the. Uh, the Orlando Magic to in the in the uh, Eastern that Conference. Magic team was nice. They had Hito Turkoglu. 
Jameer Nelson, Dwight Howard. That team was I mean, filthy. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> that, I, team, that team was good. Nate Brennan. I, I swear, if we were talking, I swear, you know, you don't even Jameer know what Nelson I Nelson mean. was nice. Jameer Nelson. Okay. So is Hito. Hito Turkaloo is also an all-star. <laughs> you can't be serious right now. Hito Turkaloo is nice. Oh, okay. Did they have Nick Anderson, too? Nick Anderson was good, too. Text line, please. I know it's not Husker football, but we need. I need backup here. I need backup because Nate Brennan has I'm completely. I'm throwing names that you didn't even think that I knew that I knew. He has completely lost his mind. So we're going to be back, and we're going to try to extend this last segment here because uh, we're going to need more than two or three minutes. We're going to get a last segment in here. We're going to go over these last these calves in the first three uh, years of LeBron James. We'll be back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.